What would it mean for you to be truly visible, to use your voice and express your gifts in the way that only you can? What would it be like if you could receive the vision for your life that was designed specifically for you? Visibility School is coming. Join us, www.visibility.school. It's time. Money is currency and currency is energy. So in a metaphysical sense, making more money is about receiving more flow. Hence the term cash flow. If you're obsessively focused on or trying to stop the flow of money out, you're definitely not focused on allowing it in. And no matter how massive your action, it can't get to you because you're focused on what you don't have. So if your faucet of income and opportunity has turned off, it's for one reason, to get your attention. This is a voice lesson on money. I'm Kim Hutable, an author, producer, and entrepreneur. Voice Lessons is a podcast about women's lives, what, why, and how they create, and the way that they lead. Lately, I'm finding the cultural obsession with buying things on the cheap really draining. We've turned sale culture into an art, a kind of fun game, whether it's tchotchkes at half price and experience that's deeply discounted or more often the services of another creative person in trade, for some, the only way to spark joy, to win, is to reduce the value of. I was taught to bargain hunt young, and I love the adrenaline rush when my favorite stores, like I see you, Anthropology, have a sale. But I'd be lying if I said that all the things I came home with were ones that I loved. Loving that something was on sale doesn't count as a heart's desire. Those are directly related to expansion, to abundance, the core of true wealth. When you stop making decisions through the lens of, I got it because it was on sale, or I bought it because I could afford it, or what can I afford, and transform the questions you're asking to, do I really love this? Or is it a fit? Your life will change. Here's the thing. If money is a flow of energy, it's natural for it to flow in and out. So as money flows out, it's supposed to flow back in. But too often, creative women panic on the outflow and they clench and then block that natural flow back in. Now they're in life's feedback loop and they feel stuck or broke or in debt, which is just flow stop. And look, there are plenty of books with left brain suggestions about how you can save, invest, and get out of debt. But for a lot of people, the subject of money is emotional and intangible. If you're a chronic under earner, or even if you're earn good money, but have an income cap, 
Changing the way you move money usually has to do with one of these three intangible things, your value and how you set it, your energy and how you spend it, and your ability to receive. Let's start with value. Value is intangible. It's arbitrary, but it's also emotional and subjective. And the energy of trying to get something for nothing or to convince yourself that something you don't truly desire is meaningful because the price has been slashed is not. Women, more than men, struggle with their value, which isn't surprising because the culture schools us early on in the value of being less. Is there anything less or more desirable than a size zero? Your hottest body now weighs 10, 20 pounds, 30 pounds less. You're too young to have enough experience, but your desirability diminishes as you age. Your dreams are too big, too complicated, too expensive, too much, just like you. You're so much easier to deal with when you're playing small. If money is a currency that flows in and out, it needs something to hold it. A bank account is a container, so is a job, In the old model, many women poured the currency of their care into the vessel of a marriage, their children, their home, and there was so much wealth and beauty in that for some. But for others, that emotional labor, like a lot of women's work, went unpaid. Women's unpaid work subsidizes the cost of care that sustains families, supports economies, and often fills in for a lack of social services. There is a legacy of people who profit from its value unconsciously, as we were used to giving it for free. In fact, we're immune to our own value. Because when it comes to our value, everyone has an opinion. And often the voices of other people, family, peers, your critics, the press, will ring louder than your own. Whether or not you are valued by others is their truth, not yours. The truth of the matter is that some people won't get the value of what you do no matter how well or how often you explain it. And if you can't get cash to flow or you find yourself having to prove the value of who you are or what you do over and over again, stop. Stop being available to explain your existence. Take a close look at what's going on and you may notice that the other person is just mirroring this unconscious belief one that you've buried so deep that your work, your creativity, that you aren't valuable. And that is a lie. Why not practice a new belief? And remember, beliefs are thoughts you just practice over and over again. Why not practice a new belief that you are paid the full value of your services and that money flows in and out of your life and your bank account as you need it? You've got nothing to lose. Next, energy. Mm -hmm. 
we're living, in our minds anyway, in fear of an unseen financial disaster. A lot of us are. We feel like we're broke, even though we work really hard, and that everyone but you is getting your slice of the pie. That energy of lack has seeped into our consciousness. The energy you pour into your creative work is a powerful form of currency. So when it comes to getting paid for it, sale culture has permeated the psyche and it shows up in our negotiations. We're focused on the getting, on not being screwed over instead of the level of service we're offering and the expansions of our soul through the use of our creative gifts. We think we can have one, but never both. The belief is if I do the work I really want to do, nobody's going to pay me for it. The people who want you to work for free wouldn't dream of doing that. The ones who prey on your ideas won't follow your advice anyway, so don't trade your work for free. Because too often, you don't understand the value of what you're giving away. That promise they make to you, the one about you getting exposure when you invest your creative currency in their project is a lie. There are people who will leverage the value of your creative work without credit or payment to you so that they can build their wealth. So before you consider a collaboration, ask yourself, is your wealth being built in the same way. Now, it's not only in work that this lack energy appears. It's leaked into our romantic relationships and friendships, too. Oh, don't worry. I can shrink myself. I won't ask for too much. I will please you. I want you to like me. So we become magnets for El Cheapo for the client who would squeeze us into submission during a negotiation, for the man who prefers us when we feel helpless because it appears we need him more, or the friend who doesn't want to know our truth because we've made our friendship pact according to the terms of her ego. Energetically, though, it's a perfect match. Neither one is available full price, terrified of the cost of being whole. We're both operating from a scarcity mindset. The false belief that we don't have enough, we'll never have enough, we'll never be enough. But if life at full price costs too much, what is the cost of living on clearance? Creative work, service work, women's work has long been devalued. But as creative women, we don't have to be complicit in the devaluation process. The ease with which your ideas flow to you and your desire to serve people with those ideas is your currency, your wealth. You can do amazing work and get paid. You are supposed to get paid. But to do that, and here's the third thing, you have to start receiving. Look at the geography of your body 
And you will notice that from a physiological standpoint, women are built to receive. It's part of our genetic imprint, our birthright. So whether you're awake to it or not, you are a receiving station. How many times have you been on the receiving end of something unexpected or unwanted, whether it's the sting of criticism, a family crisis, the horror of the evening news, or even something as innocent as a compliment. Receiving is not your problem. Receiving is automatic, whether it's verbal or nonverbal, visible or invisible, unconscious or conscious, women take it in. It's your relationship to receiving that is getting in your way, especially when it comes to money. Somewhere in the story of our culture, we decided it was our role to give, to give exhaustively, to give until we are drained and depleted to our partners, our children, to everyone else except for ourselves, especially not first. But wasn't it your vision that created your family? that you love and care for every day, your family is not supposed to erase you. It's a container that can support you as you use your voice in the world. In our multi-channel universe where everyone and everything is broadcasting, it can be difficult to see, feel, or know what is truly a fit for your soul. Receiving, though, is like breathing, required for living. You must receive the air back into your lungs after you exhale, otherwise you will die. Allowing, opening, being magnetic. These feminine gifts of receiving that used to come naturally are vital to your wholeness, vital to your wealth. They are intimately connected to the fulfillment of your vision. To love and be loved, you must be able to receive because you can't give what you don't have. Think about it. When you love something, what happens? Try this with me, try it. Open your arms wide to the side of your body. Really wide, stretch. Are they open? Right? That's what happens when you love something. You just It's like opening your heart and arms wide. And you know what happens when your arms are wide? You receive. Your vision for your life is received. If you're too afraid, you can't receive what is yours. You can't receive the money that is trying to flow back to you, and you probably won't be able to see the circuitous oddball solution or person that alignment with feminine energy reveals to you. What magical possibilities are you giving up because you can't see your value? Because you're steeped in the energy of lack, because you can't release your resistance and receive. Imagine if everyone was taught to have the same amount of energy and zeal for creating a life aligned with their heart's desire as we do for getting a deal, for finding a sale. If we understood that our value was by virtue of our existence, 
Imagine if you spent all your time focused on what you want instead of what you don't. It is impossible to think two contradictory thoughts at the same time. What kind of woman would you be? What kind of bold, change-making, life-affirming, humanity-moving visions would you unleash? You have all of the answers when you ask the right questions. Be visible. Speak your truth. Every other woman needs you to lead. Voice Lessons is produced, written, and spoken by me, Kim Cutable. It's also produced and edited by Sergio Miranda and associate produced by Jessica Manalga. Our music was created by singer-songwriter Claire Hamill. You can find out when we post new episodes when you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. And if you liked what you've heard, we would love it if you leave us a review. You can join our community at Facebook forward slash Voice Lessons Podcast. And if you have a question or comment or want to suggest a guest, you can do it there. Or if you're on Instagram, tag us at Voice Lessons Podcast and use the hashtag LessonUp. For other inspiration, updates, and show notes, subscribe at VoiceLessonsPodcast.com.